Welcome to the e-commerce disruptors podcast, where alongside digital marketing experts, we give you our best tips, techniques, and insights on how you can be a disruptor in your industry. Hey guys, this is e-commerce disruptors. And today's topic of the day is going to be content. Why is it important? Why is it relevant to you? And what the heck is it? Uh, and for today's uh, chat, really, we're going to have Morgan and Brady joining the conversation. Hey guys. Hello. So one thing that we've discussed in the past is, is how important content is and why it's going to help drive traffic towards your website. But one of the biggest things that we run into is, is really identifying what is content to begin with. It's such a broad based term and what does it actually mean and what falls into that? So I know Brady, we've had this discussion with, with our partners in the past and it's, it's kind of been a winding road to kind of, to really distill that down to the, the most important parts of it. Yeah, no, it's so true. And I think, um, you know, content is a, one of those words that um, I think in marketing and, and our business, it, it, it becomes a catch all for a lot of things, right? First gets introduced and then all of a sudden everything gets kind of lumped into it. But I think when you really think about it, um, you know, when most people talk about content, they're talking about brand, branded content, right? Content um, that is either meant to inform, uh, instruct, or entertain, uh, put out uh, on behalf of a brand, right? And, you know, some people may make the argument, well, that could be anything from a brand, but I think, you know, you can really kind of identify, um, you know, the difference between what is essentially advertising versus, you know, content that is really meant to serve an audience. When I think, and I think that's really what we're, we're talking about when we talk about content, you know, some people would also may classify it as like thought leadership, but um, it doesn't always necessarily have to teach a lesson. It can also entertain. So, um, you know, but it, it's really something that's audience first. Um, and I think that's such an important point that, that often gets lost in uh, not only when creating content, but even when brands kind of start to entertain the idea of, Oh, we should do content. You know, um, they often go in with their own, um, which is natural. I think we, you know, our own selfish reasons, we think of ourselves first, but uh, you see brands doing that a lot and not making that shift to really focusing on the audience and delivering what they're looking for and what they need that the brand can give them. I'm guilty of the uh, catch-all content uh, usage. <laughs> um, so basically when I'm thinking of content, I'm thinking of web contents, I think. So blogs and articles and product pages and all that. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about emails. I would just call that email content, but <laughs> that counts, right? Or would you call that advertising? Like you could be pushing money towards it or odds are you're not, well, you, you're serving an audience, you're sending it to an audience. Yeah, no. Well, and I, I think it's all about intent, honestly. I think um, yeah. format is fluid, right? And I think that, you know, that's, that's what, that's why, you know, there's no, there's no kind of, um, mystery as to why things tend to get lumped into single terms like that because there is gray area right there's no black and white line that says this is content this is not um so i mean email is more of a a tool right and a channel so if you've created a piece of content whether it be an article or a blog post there are many ways people can access it right so you can get to it through searching it on the web if you're you know are really engaged with that brand you'll see it on their blog page you know or through the crm channels of like email and other social media aspects, you know, it's a, it's a good way to promote the either the, the video, blog post, whatever it is that you've created. So email itself is more, you know, it's, it's just another uh, tool.
tool in your content um, toolbox. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I agree. Sense. Yeah, it's, it's, I think you bring up a really good point, Brady, is, you know, what is the intent? And there's, there's so much you can do with content and some content is better than no content, but, but really you should have some type of strategy behind what you're putting out. And it's, it's really identifying what, what should the goal of your content actually be? Um, and, and what are you trying to achieve? Yeah, I think, um, you know, one of the things that I've always, I've seen come up, you know, in all the clients I've worked with, um, I think content does best. Um, obviously there's, you know, brands and, you know, specific campaigns and all that stuff may have more specific goals, but I think in a, in a broad sense, um, you know, content works best when it's, it's either trying to introduce, um, you know, build awareness for a brand, like get new people um, introduce them to a brand that they may not know of, um, or to kind of change perception of a brand, right? Like, um, you know, the, the content is there to help kind of, um, you know, like we said before, if it's, if it's really focused on, on, you know, serving the audience and trying to answer a question they have or fill some um, entertainment hole um, that they're missing, um, just by the fact that it's coming from the brand that may, they either may not know or may not expect um, has a general kind of perception uh, shift there, right? So I think it's, you know, it, it, very much like advertising does, um, you know, creating a TV spot or a video that's going to run on YouTube or, you know, any display channel. Um, the, the goal there, though, is a little bit different, right? Instead of leading with their brand message and trying to be entertaining um, on how you present yourself, what you're doing is <clears throat> using the knowledge, expertise um, that the brand has to answer something that the audience is looking for, right? So it's, 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 I think the difference where it's like advertising is push, content is more pull, right? Because um, people are looking for those answers, especially when you talk about online, right? I mean, what's the first thing you do when you pop open um, you know, any web browser, Google comes up, you're, you know, nine times out of 10, you've got a question on, you know, how, what's the best bread recipe or, right? Especially in these days, right? Where can I find toilet paper, right? Like, so. There, there's a lot of toilet paper. <laughs> With, uh, with everyone <laughs> yeah so I mean I think you know I think that's that the goal you know I mean outside of like the larger brand goals like we kind of talked about that you know you can slice a bunch of different ways the ultimate goal and, and the importance of content I think what separates it apart from like advertising and that kind of stuff is that you're you're answering that need right whether you're looking for toilet paper or you need a bread recipe or you know um, what's happening on Fortnite you know last night um <laughs> my kid is constantly looking for um you know being able to have a, have a, have a brand create a piece of content that answers that need now i've just kind of either a made a connection to a brand i never had before if i'm you know as a consumer or i have a different perception based on what i've seen so you know that i think that that's a real difference there um when you, especially when you kind of start to talk about content and advertising and it's also i think the most important thing about content that has to be audience first. Um, you, your brand has to kind of take a back seat. Um, and then that's going to help you. Um, the next step, I think, like, well, what kind of content should you be creating and what messages should you be putting out there? Because the goal is to answer the audience's needs. And, you know, maybe you don't have bread, bread recipes, right? Like maybe you're Home Depot, right? You have no business 
making a piece of content about bread recipes. <laughs> well, <laughs> finding toilet paper may be a different different story though. So, um, yeah. Uh, when you first started chatting about the uh, goal, you said something along the lines of, um, like, goal can be entertainment, and I mm -hmm. think. I'm gonna blur the lines a little more here and think of it. And the like, obviously, we're talking about brands, and your goal is to like serve your audience, answer the questions they need to ultimately like get them to the conversion, the lead, the purchase, whatever. But what about mm -hmm. we're living in 2020 here? All of the content creators that are out there, like YouTube and TikTok, like they're creating a mm -hmm. ton of content, and maybe mm -hmm. it's not all super high quality. Maybe it is, but like their goal like it might be a self-serving goal but they're still serving their audience and trying to create the content for their audience for the goal on that end of entertainment for them mm -hmm. yeah yeah that well, all makes yeah. sense <laughs> yeah well and you know tell me if i i'm i'm taking your you know the the topic in the right direction but um I see that as right like it's very different right so the content marketplace is filled with other um other people, right? So like you just said, yeah. in the, um, the content creators, the independent people who are out there, right? You're all competing for the same eyeballs. And, and while, you know, the collective eyeballs, right? Everybody, you know, like, you know, like all marketing these days, content should be targeted and focused as much as possible, right? So, you know, the, the um, unless you're trying to target, you know, tweens, um, right, who are on Fortnite, maybe, you know, TikTok, um, dance videos are not your you know it's not what you should be creating if you're a brand right <laughs> but at the same time if you were you would you would be competing with all those independent other tiktokers out there who are putting out dance videos and getting millions upon millions of uh, likes and followers and all that stuff so i think the difference there is right if you're in the paid advertising space or traditional or traditional um you know kind of above the line marketing channels you're really only competing for um you're competing for time, but you're also competing against other marketers. So you pay for that space, right? With content, if you're Home Depot, right, just for example, and you have, um, you know, a how-to video that you want to put out there, well, you're not only competing against Lowe's, right, but you're also competing about every handyman who's got a YouTube channel, right? So, <laughs> so you have to, um, you know, you have to figure out a way to stand out. And, you know, there's, I think there's a lot of different ways that brands do that. And a lot of that, I think you bring up a good point. A lot of that, there's so much variation in the quality of the content that's produced. So if you're brand new, you're going to put something out there and you want it to represent your brand, you're better off focusing on, you know, if you, if you only have a certain budget, you're better off focusing on creating really quality content that's going to represent the brand well, while answering those audience needs. Um, than trying to pump out a, a whole bunch of just kind of, you know, half-assed stuff that's going to look like crap because noise. You know, yeah. people, yeah, people are going to see through that, right? Like you can't, you can't, um, uh, you know, if you're if you're trying to put water in an eyedropper, you, the best is not to like turn on the faucet, right? You want to kind of try and get it in there um, precisely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So it's it, it is a different mindset, and you know, and, and depending upon um, you know, think about blogs and, and that sort of stuff, more of the kind of written space. Um, well, if you're, you know, now you're also competing against publications too, right? Because the New York Times, the, you know, Ad Age, if it's the marketing world, um, you know, from an agency standpoint, there, there are thousands of other content producers out there. 
so you got to find ways to kind of um, reach your audience and you want to use all those tools uh, that are available to you. Um, Absolutely. And I know, you know, yeah. And I, I think one, one thing that you're, that the importance of it is speaking to just even just, and you touched upon this a, a little bit, uh, Brady, just that top of the funnel content, which is competing with so many different eyeballs. Uh, you know, we've seen several brands that are guilty of, of really focusing on bottom of the funnel content, which is, it really just limits who you can speak to and, and who that can be shared with. And, and really with that top of the funnel content, you have the opportunity, you know, with an own earned paid media, you, you can really establish yourself in the own by, by posting these blogs or what content have you. And then the earned, when, when people are sharing these posts, if they're really answering the questions that, that people are searching for. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, I think the other thing to keep in mind too, and you know, this is where I think a lot of brands tend to, you know, they, they get so excited about producing content um, and they almost kind of fail to uh, re understand the importance of having a strategy behind it all. Right. Um, you know, because like, we, like we've been talking about, there's so the, there's an ocean of eyeballs, right. And you want to try and, you know, you're, you're a, a needle in that haystack of everybody else that's producing stuff out there. Um, not to mention that, you know, the chances that you're, you know, you're the only one writing a blog post on one thing, it's not going to happen, right? <laughs> Just do one Google search of any question you have that you think is unique and you will be disproven. <laughs> Your dreams will be shattered. Um, so, uh, not to mention that you shouldn't, you know, not to not to say that you shouldn't be focused on, uh, you know, trying to get up in the rankings, but there are ways to do that. And, and I think a sound strategy behind both, you know, what type of content you're producing, what audiences you're going after, but then how you're going to reach them um, most efficiently, efficiently um, is, you know, I think probably the most important thing <laughs> beyond oh, yeah. just, you know, you know, uh, the value of content itself and, and it being audience focused and, and kind of going in with that mindset. If you don't have a strategy strategy for a, what you're going to produce, how you're going to stand out and then how you're going to reach that audience. You're, you may as well not even bother. And yeah, I think absolutely because yeah, sorry, you could have the strategy to get that, goal get that audience all that but it's like that next step strategy like okay you posted the blog on your website what are you going to do about it now and then that kind of like loops mm -hmm. us back to you got to send that email to the right audience you got to post it on the right social channels yeah you got to yeah. push it yeah well and, and you know even uh you know i know the stuff that we uh some of the stuff we've been working on is, is making sure the seo piece is sound too right like really um you know, even when it comes to like, what are audiences looking for, right? Like doing your research ahead of time, like, how do you know? So you, you know, you want to reach a particular audience and from a brand standpoint, you know, your point of view is, oh, well, they're all interested in my product. I just have to get it in front of them. Well, they're interested in what I have <laughs> yeah. to say. Like, like right? obviously like people want to hear about this, but <laughs> let's like, look at the yeah, data. Well, let's <laughs> yeah, well, like, no, not necessarily. They might be, but yeah. that's not where their mindset is, right? Like their mindset is, okay, I have something I need right? Like I need to, you know, um, find the, the easiest way to send a package, right? Like, okay, well, what's the easiest way to do that? that? That's what they're looking for. They're not looking for, you know, brands to help you send packages, right? It's like, how do I, yeah. find, you know, how do I send it, right? So how do I get this so done fast, cheap by yeah, myself? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's so much of it is, you know, is, is um, you know, putting yourself in their shoes 
um, and you know, kind of doing that in a strategic, methodical way that's going to um, you know continue answering those questions, but at the same time, present your brand and, and either a like we said, introduce it to new people. Um, you know, like Noel was saying, speak, speaking kind of like at the top of the funnel there. That's where you know a lot of the, the uh, um, content work is done um, out in the internet space. Once you get into those own channels, you're further down. Um, or it's going to change the perception of, of um, what they think of your brand because they'll be surprised and be like, "Oh, I didn't. That's a great. That's a great answer to my question, right? I didn't know that um, you know, brand X could do that." You know, or and now your you know your perception of them as as being helpful to you, right? They they've just they've helped you instead of trying to sell you something, um, and that's a very different relationship. Right. It's 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 building that trust, and I I think you guys both touched on a, a very important part of this is once you created this this content, it's it's making sure that you're answering the question, but also really targeting the right audience by in order to make sure that it's getting in front of them. So doing that research, really figuring out what those questions are and, and how specific we can get with that there. Uh, but I think one other aspect of this is when you are creating content, you want to make sure it, it doesn't just sit there. There's so much effort that goes into really creating a good piece of content. And I know a term that we, we kind of throw around right now is, is buffaloing your content and, and really making the most of it. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know who I stole that from, so I'm sorry if you're listening out there. I got an email about it once, and I can't remember who sent it. But buffaloing your content is essentially like using every part of the buffalo. Um, you want to use your content to its fullest, uh, uh, the power, the, the full power it has. What's that? The, its fullest potential. potential and yeah. Um, yeah, so you have this block. I'm going to stop using blog example. You have this like how-to video on your product and it lives on your website and it probably lives on YouTube, but what else can you do with that how-to video? You can create a blog about it. You could create a like visual infographic checklist. Oh my God, throw that on Pinterest, throw that on Facebook. Mm -hmm. you, you can create a kind of like a social campaign out of it. Maybe not even a paid social campaign, but like taking the threads of reddit and quora and answering people's questions using your how-to uh mm -hmm. piece of content or several pieces of content that you made and sending it out to the, the correct email audience and then uh uh creating social posts about it. you know it just it could go on and on and on and it's just like using your content to the fullest potential because like that idea can serve a lot of people but not every single person is going to read that blog or look at that video, like get it out there, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, you know, it's, it's such a good point because it, you know, that goes to how you approach, <clears throat> you know, creating the content that you're going to do. Right. Because <clears throat> excuse me, you can, um, you know, there's definitely a whole content allows for like a, a test and learn strategy, right. You can, you can produce a lot of articles, right. Which are fairly, cost efficient to do and you can see how those perform and then that can give you the opportunity to build off of something you can test topics and, and, and stuff like that um, but at the same time if you know if you've done your research ahead of time right or from past experience um, and you know that there is something that the audience really cares about take a top-down approach to it right like don't don't just be like oh we want to create an article be like okay no let's 
let's see how we can answer this question. It's just like what you're talking about, Morgan. Um, how can we answer it? And then how can we answer it in eight different ways, right? And you can include that. <laughs> you, know, you can almost bake, you can, you can bake that into the, the development of that piece up front, right? Yeah. Because like you said, like, you, okay, so you created a video. Well, if you're going to post the video on YouTube, that's one thing, right? But if the video is going to live on your blog, well, now you need some text to go with that video so that the SEO is going to show up, right? And within that text, like some people may read the video. Some people may not feel like reading the video because they're, you know, whatever, they're at work and they don't want the sound to come on or whatever and they can't listen to it. So they're going to read the transcript. And, you know, mm -hmm. embedded within that transcript, like you said, is that checklist graphic that's also going to be posted on Pinterest. So it's, it's you know, taking a kind of really comprehensive look at how you can satisfy those audience needs and like you said they're going to be in different places they're not all going to see it in the same spot um and and just maximizing your use of the, the channel and um you know the potential of a really good piece of um you know a really good piece of content can go a lot farther than just you know oh we posted it on our blog <laughs> nobody's seen it yet you know like, <laughs> like <laughs> Maybe Once because everybody that file. you're trying to reach is on Pinterest, right? Or, yeah. you know I mean? so. Once we export this, I'm going to have to transcribe it. Probably going to write up a little write-up for it. Like, we're, we're <laughs> trying to do it for everything. Like, even even just the little efforts, like, it'll reach at least a little more people. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, that, that also goes back into the strategy, too, right? Like, if you know, if you have a good sound strategy in place, you can kind of you know, you can earmark those, those big pieces, like, and, you know, producing a lot of those elements sometimes is not, it's not always cheap, right? So um, if you really want to produce a quality piece of content, you kind of have to like plan it out and space it out. And that's where the strategy and the plan comes into too. Like, it's just going to help, you know, make those decisions so much easier and um, keep everything on track. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Just like, you know, you have different audiences within your brand. You also have different ways that audience are going to digest. I mean, for me, if I can avoid reading a blog and look at a quick infographic or, or video, hey now. it's hey now. <laughs> not to knock the blog, Morgan. I know. I know you love well, but that's Yeah. I mean, but that's it, right? Like everybody, and there, you know, there are going to be times when you want to read longer things, right? Like the, you know, the, the opportunity for content creation is so huge. I mean, you know, some that most people don't think about Morgan, you threw out there, Quora, Reddit, those, those like I, I would has you know, I don't know that I've ever worked with a brand who's ever done anything on Quora. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, uh, they it's just not in their it's not in their mindset. A lot of them, I think. I um, mean, if you're answering a very, question, that's where the questions are. So it is. No, yeah. it's so true. It's so true. Yeah. But I mean, it's you know, even just even someone who may be more, um, you know, more predisposed to read like you know long format things. Like you think about like a executive or you know a marketing person who really wants to go deep on some new thing so they're going to download an ebook and read it um, they may not do it all at once but at the same time you know they're going to be times when they're less engaged and they want to just see a quick you know quick video or you know a social post could catch their eye um you know it's it's much more um i think that's the other thing too just the, the difference with content it's not a it's not a one and done kind of situation right it's much more of a long tail kind of um you know, multi-touch point. <laughs> how many, how many more marketing terms can I throw in there? Um, <laughs> but it is right. Synergy, like, I mean, you synergy. Can't, yeah, you can't, uh, you can't expect someone to just like hit it once and be like, oh, I'm sold. That's it. Let's let's go. You know, like let me go right now and you know, 
buy your brand product service slash whatever it's like you know you you hope to reach them and then you want to reach them again and it's you know it's, it's it goes back to the funnel right you want to nurture them along um and and that's i mean that's the that's the uh that's that's what content's for right and it becomes right. a much more kind of natural relationship a much more um much more valuable relationship, I think, when you think about um, brand and uh, consumer. Um, someone who, someone who likes your brand for what they have to say, what they put out, the expertise they're sharing, um, is going to be much more loyal than someone who um, just gets a, you know, uh, half price whatever. You know what I mean? If that's if if it's purely transactional, um, the chance that they'll come back or stick with you, I think, is um, you know just a lot less like there's not as much there absolutely it's yeah. real, it's not a real relationship right yeah if, if you're if you're doing your content right uh your target audience almost won't even realize you know it, it is that trust building you you, you aren't mm -hmm. uh, marketing to them and you know some brands depending on your approach or even the the what you're selling uh, it, it can be a little bit of a different approach or, or a different strategy I, I know for me aviation gin uh Ryan Reynolds is a genius. I look forward to every single video he puts out, but it's it's also a very different approach. You've got a celebrity backing that, uh, and 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 the brand is associated kind of with that, uh, with him. He is the face of that brand, so that mm -hmm. brings up a different element entirely. Um, but yeah, but I mean, but that's the inter that's that's kind of on the entertainment side of it, right? I mean, that's yeah, it's a little bit different than kind of what we've been talking about the meat of, but you know. He puts that out and he uses his uh, his channels and the, the goal of that is obviously to entertain right to be relevant and timely um, and you can that's something you know he was able to do and now you know you're thinking about it it, it may feel more like an ad but um, at the same time it's kind of an it's, it's where that line gets blurred a little bit right yeah so. all right well fantastic um, having you guys on here talking about content, I know there's always kind of a, a huge discussion around what it is or, or the importance of it. But I think now more than ever, if you aren't putting on putting out content, you're really missing an opportunity. People are are searching for for answers to their questions, and if you're able to be that 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 answer there, it's 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 really going to help you grow your brand um, and build that trust in an authentic way. Yeah, essentially, I mean, every everyone's putting out content, like, how could you not like you have a website or you have a social media page, like the contents out there. But what's really important is, do you have the strategy behind that content? Like, is right. your content working for you rather than existing? Yeah, well, and you know, not just not just having the strategy, but sticking to it too, right? I mean, yeah, <laughs> and not, okay. that, not that it has to be, yeah, right? Don't like, not that it has to be super rigid. I think, I think you want to, I think you want to create a strategy that allows for some flexibility and some timelessness, mm -hmm. right? Because I mean, that's what we're talking about. The you know, the aviation gen example is a perfect one. Um, you know, what's happening now is another good example, right? Like, I mean, how many content strategies were in place before the world blew up, right? And everybody was searching for toilet paper and it was like Thunderdome, right? Like mm -hmm. you, you've got to be able to adjust and adapt to, you know, what's happening, right? You can't yeah. just move forward with your plan, right? Because everybody's got a plan until things change, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, and it's not it so is. much, <laughs> yeah, it's not so much like having a contingency plan for when a, a pandemic happens, but more so like allowing that flexibility, like, 
oh, if right. Morgan is in charge of making all our videos when Morgan's not around, like, how are we making videos? So, like, having that plan set in place for someone to do it, or, like, if we yeah. can't spend three hours working on producing a video, like, what can we do instead? Let's do a 15-second social clip to replace it. Exactly. Just having, yeah. like, that flexibility in your plan. Yeah. Well, I mean, even, even the flexibility to respond to your audience. Right. I mean, you oh, may yeah. go in with a, with assumptions based on what you think people are going to be interested in. And then as you start producing stuff, because you, you have to always, you know, measure and analyze what you're doing as you go along. Right. Yeah. You may see that they're sure. interested in something else. Right. So, I mean, are you going to keep doing what you've been doing when your audience is saying, no, let's go play over here. Uh, yeah, no, let's... you want to you you want to follow them and meet them where they are. So, I mean, you got to you got to be flexible and responsive in that way, too. I mean, I think it just. You know, that's where, and, and I think that's another differentiation between um, when you start to talk about content and like paid advertising, right? Like oh, yeah. media buy has already been paid for. Right? Like you need to, you know, <laughs> if you bought an ad in the Super Bowl, you better run a Super Bowl ad. Otherwise, you just want <laughs> money. You know what I mean? It's much harder to, you know, in the last minute be like, oh, well, people don't like football. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because people... A lot of big companies, like it's 12 months or plus out, like you need to have your plan and those plans need to be flexible. Like, yeah, plan to spend the money and plan to put out X amount of videos, X amount of blogs, X amount of social posts, but don't have that set in stone because it's like, I don't know. Well, we can end it on meme culture. Like, (laughs) like it's gonna, it's gonna affect it. Like, yeah, news, uh, viral news, memes, uh, the way people can love something one day and despise the next. Uh, yeah, now it is. It's, um, I, I, and I think that's, you know, it just kind of brings it back to the importance of the audience, right? Like, I mean, you're, you're creating content for your audience. You're not creating it for your brand. Your brand's putting mm-hmm. it out, but the audience, you know, content is king, but you know, <laughs> the audience is Zeus, right? <laughs> they, they have the ultimate say. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again to uh, everyone that tuned in. I hope this has helped out as you craft your own content strategy. And if you have any questions, you know, feel free to reach out to us. We're always happy to, to keep chatting if you haven't noticed. Uh, and as always, uh, we look forward to having you guys tune into the next episode. Thank you. This has been the e-commerce disruptors podcast presented by electric engine subscribe today to stay up to date on all future episodes. Please follow us at electric engine on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or shoot us an email at podcast at electric That's engine spelled E N J I N. Feel free to leave us any comments or questions about this episode and let us know what you'd want to hear on future episodes until next time. Thanks for listening.